I didn't like it that much. Yeah, but that's the thing. You got to have one or the other. No. None of it. You do need milk with it. I mean, biscuits are awful, dude. It's the Can we at least concede it's the worst bread? Okay, so like Pie Pies type biscuits, those are bullshit. Any yeah. biscuit sucks. They're well, dry. Like the canned like, Pillsbury biscuits. Awful, dude. Ones. Horrible. Those are good, dude. No, they're not. They stink. They're like no. I mean, maybe a couple steps away from a Pillsbury croissant. Yeah. Well, that sucks, too. No, that's No. Would you have sausage gravy and croissants? No. I'd rather just have a croissant oh, man, and a piece of sausage. <laughs> <laughs> what about a croissant and a sausage, dude? Oh, yeah, that's good, too. It was way better. Yeah. Yeah, but it had gravy with it. Gravy stinks. It's not good. It stinks? I hate it. It's... Bechamel with salt and pepper or sausage in it. Yeah. No. Okay, man. I put cheese and you got Alfredo. Wouldn't you rather have that? Uh, yeah, then that's just cheese gravy, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then you just throw that on top of the bread. I'd rather not. You want a breakfast bechamel with pasta? No. I don't want gravy for breakfast, man. <laughs> That's a problem, dude. <laughs> Fucking slob. What about uh, for dinner? No. I don't. I do it. Here's what I've been doing is mm-hmm. you get cottage cheese. Yeah. You blend it up. Uh-huh. You put the cheese in that. So there's no flour involved. Uh-huh. Just cottage cheese and more cheese. The yeah. double cheese. You're double cheesing. Yeah. Isn't that way better? Well, that sounds good too. Yeah. What you using that with? You can get uh, cheddar cheese powder, or you can just get the mac and cheese and throw the shitty noodles away and take the powder. Or you can also just put the cheese into it and cook it the same way that you would. You just get it hot and melt the cheese into it. All of the above works. Mm-hmm. And it's a way better alternative. <laughs> to mac and cheese? Because we're talking about biscuits and gravy. Well, you could. What if you just did a cottage cheese for gravy? <laughs> I'm probably just cook it. sausage, cook sausage, blend the cottage cheese up, put the cottage cheese in, and put salt and pepper. Salt and pepper, probably fine. Yeah, probably fine, dude. I give it a go. Yeah, but then you have the problem with the biscuit, and biscuits are not good. Yeah, they are not good. I'm tired of. I'm tired of it. Okay, I'm tired of <laughs> dealing with it. They suck. They're dry. They're. <laughs> There's so many better options. I think a actual croissant, a real croissant, not a Pillsbury croissant, is the top of the charts. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Or, you know, you could have like a, a real sourdough. Yeah. A slice of that's really that's nice. Warm. I want something that's not fucking dry, man. Yeah. Dry is not good. Oh, I don't oh. want dry food. Well, that's why you always putting butter up on the shit. But you shouldn't eat. Yeah, but I mean. But even butter on a biscuit is still dry as fuck and it sucks. 
Yeah. A croissant, when he hit it with butter, dude, it's... But that's the thing, though. You got to get it wet. With gravy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, gravy. It's like when you have to do that to a food, it's not good. No, that's wrong. That's like saying if you you put gravy on the meat, it's bad. But that's a whole different type of... You shouldn't call meat gravy gravy. I think this is where a lot of the problem is. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, because when you say gravy, right? Uh Biscuits and gravy. You're talking about flour, butter, milk. Uh Or the grease from the meat, Uh flour, and milk. Uh But a meat gravy, you don't need... You put cornstarch into just what came off of the meat. Yeah, I got you. You saying gravy. But that shouldn't be called a gravy. It's not really gravy. What would you just say? That you 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 don't want to put some gravy up on top of your meat. But I'm not calling that gravy. I'm not going that. I'm just I'm calling it as you thickened. <laughs> okay. Because it's not the same thing. No, but because if you cook a roast beef uh-huh. and you pour out all the drippings and you put some slurry in there to thicken it up just a little bit, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. But that's not even in the same realm. Uh huh. You know? I just call it gravy. Yeah, but you're a hill person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you people call fucking tomato sauce gravy. So should we just can this? Are we just doing the podcast? Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> uh, not my people. <laughs> you piece of shit. Yeah. But I would rather, I mean, that's, you know, I like yeah. that gravy more than gravy. Yeah. Gravy sucks. Well, I'll, I mean, it's indefensible. Well, It's like the starter of a sauce. Like, yeah. why are you taking a, a half-made sauce and putting it on the shittiest piece of bread you can get your hands on? Because you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, you don't have to do that. That's the type. I can see if you're like living, you're a fucking pioneer person, and the only thing you have is wheat. So you have to make, I'm sure that's where this shit came from. Oh, yeah. It's just only wheat. None of your other crops survive. So the only way you're going to live is if you figure out different ways to do shit with wheat. So you're just making flour, and you have to make biscuits and gravy. It's like, well, we made biscuits, but they're inedible. They're dry. Yeah. We'll all die if we try to eat them because we don't have milk yet. Uh-huh. So what we're going to have to do is figure out a fucking way to make milk out of flour. Yeah. And that's what happened. Guaranteed. That's where gravy came from. Well, and it was a delicious mistake. It wasn't because you shouldn't keep when something like that happens and it's just something that you have to fucking force down your face just to be able to live. Yeah. You shouldn't keep enjoying it when you don't have to do that anymore. Uh-huh. Now that there's a grocery store. Yeah. Throw that shit out. Well, you can buy cans of sausage gravy. That's not good for anybody. No. It's no. not even hard to make. You want to slap up some Libby's, man? No. Man, we should <laughs> shotgun a can of Libby's. Oh, my it. God, dude. <laughs> oh. It's so gross, dude. Yeah, that's, what sicks me. that's what our gimmick should be, man. You be biscuits, I'll be gravy, dude. Oh, no fucking, no way. Shotgun some fucking Libby's, man. Yeah. <laughs> <That'd be crap. laughs> Fuck. What a horrible fucking product, dude. I'm sick of thinking about it. Hell, all it was just like struggle. I don't want the like. We lived, we survived past that. Why are we still doing that? I don't know. We shouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah, old people. That's old people shit. I'm. I got burnt on business and gravy because my grandma made it every day. Yeah. Almost. 
They just would, and my grandpa would be like, this is good for you because people live for a long time eating this. Like, that is not how it works. Yeah, that's not true, but. Uh, you live longer because you have, like, this is something that you just had to eat. Would have been pretty sick to be over at your house in the morning, though, just saying. I would have been stoked. My grandma whipped them up, handmade biscuits. Hell yeah. I like that. Just, they suck. They're not good. Yeah, I don't like she them. She does drop biscuits, you know what I'm talking no, about? Yeah, that about. shit sucks. Yeah. Stinks. They're not the only palatable biscuit is a red lobster cheddar bay. Yeah, but guess what, man? Dude, what that made lobster gravy. I dude, you could just get lobster biscuit, red lobster. That's what it is. Yeah. Is he getting fucking cheddar bay yeah. biscuits and lobster gravy? <laughs> okay. Lobster cognac gravy. Damn. That sounds awesome. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, dude. Uh, lobster cognac. I fucking hate it. It's actually acceptable to talk about food because we are covering the fucking Taco Bell Strangler this week on Death Metal. Dude. Was that a fart? That was a floor, dude. That was the most fart sounding floor step of all time. Yeah, it was yeah. like, Rip. Now, there's a lot of things I could emphasize with when it comes to strangling people at Taco Bell. Yeah. First scenario. They get Every order wrong. Well, you have to work at Taco Bell. That's no good. I've yeah. talked about this before. I worked at Taco Bell for 10 minutes. I got hired at Target. They told me I was working in a deli. My brain didn't put together, hey, Target doesn't have a deli. I go in. I do all the training safety videos. I get the uniform. I walk in, and it turns out <laughs> I was actually working at the Taco Bell in the Walmart. So I go in, and the only person working there is an old lady who's in panic mode because she's the only person at Taco Bell, and she's been waiting on me to get done with training so I can come help her out of yeah, yeah, yeah. the difficulty she's dealing with. And I get in there, and I'm like, "How am I? do I have to work here all the time? Or is this? They're like, yeah, this is where you're working at. And uh, she goes, now here's this bag of meat. It's crazy when they do You're going to boil like up this much water, put it in this cup, and pour it into the meat. And I go... No, I'm not. I'm not working at Taco Bell. If I can't do something else, I quit. And they're like, well, you might be able to move to something. And I go, in how long? And they go, well, we don't know. And I go, I cannot work here. And the Taco Bell is like, you can't just walk out. And I go, oh, yes, I can. <laughs> I do whatever I want. <laughs> and and I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bamboozled me so bad. They I gave hate me, a surprise. They man. gave me a Target shirt yeah. before I went to the training. So I came in khakis and a Target shirt. And then when I got there... And I walked into the Taco Bell part. They tried to hand me a Taco Bell shirt. And I was not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I was like 17, maybe. It's just no fucking way that's going to happen, bro. It ain't happening, dude. Goddamn old switcheroo. I just like, I've, uh, I've worked, the closest thing I've ever worked to fast food is at Papa John's. Yeah. Which I only worked there because my uncle owned a slew of them and it was sick. But as far, I would, like, it's not that I'm better than a fast food job. That's just one of the jobs I, I cannot do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like too high paced. Like restaurant jobs are high paced, but in a fast food thing, it's fucking crazy. Well, it's too high paced, and like I've worked in, you know, my first, I've worked in restaurants essentially since I was fourteen. And the one element that will always pull me through in working in a restaurant is like the little granule of creativity that comes with you physically cooking the food. Yeah. At like a local establishment. Now, when it like fast food is soulless, it's pre-made. There's no like passion involved in it whatsoever. It's like when I was making burgers when I was 14. It's like, you know, we made all the patties, handmade the fries. You got to cook the patty the right way. Like people could order 
medium rare all the way up to well done. Yeah. All types of different toppings. So, like, you were doing things. You weren't just, like, putting some shit in a, like, reconstituting gruel. You know what I mean? I just can't do it, man. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't fucking do it. And uh, that's when I ended up getting a job at MCI, which is where MCI went bankrupt. I didn't get my last check. And then, like, two years later, when I was dead broke, I got, like, a $1,500 check in the mail. And my check was only going to be, like, $200. Yeah. So that fucking rocked. And I took a shit in the floor at MCI. Nice. When I got fired. (laughs) Or laid off. They laid the whole company off. The craziest part of the whole thing was, like, why didn't you just call people? Yeah. Everyone came to work. And so there's like three shifts in the day. We're the first shift. We get there and they pull everybody into the main floor where everyone calls people at. And they're like, all right, we got some bad news. You might have seen in the news where MCI is going bankrupt. Everyone here is laid off. Like, why didn't you just call? Yeah, you could have just been like, hey, man. So I took a shit in the floor. <laughs> everyone was so pissed. <laughs> and they go, you know, of course, everyone's first question is like, when do we get paid? And they're like, we don't know. Hopefully on payday, but we're not sure. There could be problems. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, oh, well. There is a problem. And, of course, like, you're a teenager, and every all the adults are freaking out. Like, I have to get paid right now. You're paying me before I walk out. And they're like, no. So I was like, yo, fuck that. We're going to war. Yeah. But where I can emphasize with the, uh, empathize with this guy is, like, he ends up working at Taco Bell. He ends up managing a Taco Bell. Now, as a guy that's managed restaurants, sometimes you have to hire people that are the worst. Yeah. Or sometimes you don't even hire them if you're like an assistant manager. Someone else hires them, and then you have to put up with them. And they're the worst. They ruin your day. When they come in the door, your whole shift is blown. Yeah. Like, you've you've been around people where when you know you're going to encounter them, it's going to ruin your whole day. Oh, yeah. That happens a lot in fucking restaurants. Yeah. So... That's where, now that wasn't his motive, unfortunately. His motives were much more devious. But if that was the case, like when you said there's a Taco Bell strangler, my brain went to, okay, what if this guy is a manager at Taco Bell and every time the employee fucking sucks and is ruining his day, he just strangles him. Yeah. Not the case. No. But I can get that. Yeah. Totally. He would be, he would be a hero. Yeah. Like if he's just strangling shitty teenagers that have to work at Taco Bell that aren't putting in work at all. Yeah. Good time. Henry Lewis Wallace. Hey. Born November 4th, 1965. He killed 11 black women in North and South Carolina from the period of March, 1990 to March, 1994. He was born in Barnwell, South Carolina. His mom's name was Lottie Mae Wallace. Lottie Mae, dude. That's a real Southern ass name. Oh yeah. Oh, God bless him. God bless him. God bless his soul. That type of... You know what my great-grandma's name was? Lottie Mae. Nelda. Nelda! (laughs) (laughs) There's... My my grandma's mom's name was Nellie. Yeah. And then my grandpa's mom's name was Vesta Vio. Damn. They were just really making shit up at one point. That's an Italian name, dude. Vesta Vio? That's, <laughs> that's a, not a, that's come not a fucking, on, man. That's not Italian at all. Yeah, yeah. That's country bullshit, uh, dude. Uh, Vesta, Vesta Vio? How is that? Vesta. Yeah, if you say it like that. <laughs> but also, if you go, oh, man, old Vesta Vio. Yeah. Vesta? Yeah, you're not supposed to say quesadilla, quesadilla. <laughs> all right, man. 
Now, well, I'm she's as country as it fucking could possibly oh, yeah. be. And I'll tell you this, too. I'm not blood-related to my grandpa, you fucking dunce. Is he Italian? No. You're not? I know no. you. I know that he, you guys aren't, but... <laughs> no, I don't think so. A lot of Italian shit happens, man. <laughs> a lot of Italian <laughs> shit happens? Yeah, he was like, basically, it was like, <laughs> fuck sausage and biscuits. I, that's just a batch of milk. Put cheese in it. You got a pasta sauce. That was your argument. Bechamel's French. Again, I know, but then you, you fucking dunce. I know, but you're then, making bad points. No, no, no. You go to throwing fucking French shit on Italian shit, and we talked about Southern shit, and then we went over to Europe, and now there's French people over there, real close to that, Italy. France is not that close to Italy. Is it in Europe? <laughs> That's close to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> by that logic, yeah. But I mean, you know, there's more French that came. By way of Louisiana to America than anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. That's where your people come from. Yeah. You're French. I got some French in me, man. That's what I'm saying. And I ain't bitching about it. So watch what part of the world you're throwing darts at. No, I, I didn't say that they wanted to be by them. <laughs> Who do you like more, French or Italian? French. Yeah. Way more. Sure. Even know. though you're my best friend. <laughs> you're number one. Uh, I can't believe we've kept this going for so long. Yeah, but it ain't a keeping it. It's just you get to keep it because it's who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Swill down that marinara sauce. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, these are uh, black people in the South that have, you know, bad time. So I'm not trying to stereotype, but you just know there's a certain member of a normal American family that's not going to be around. Yeah. And while it's going on, his mom's having to work long hours as a textile worker. She's verbally abusive. Treats her son like shit, criticizes him for everything. He went to Barnwell, Barnwell High School where he was on the student council and also a cheerleader. Nice. Which, if dude, if you're... A single black mom in the 60s and your son comes and tells you you're a cheerleader. I get where she's coming from. Yeah. Ain't no son of mine going to damn cheer. What are you cheering for, boy? I got him a pretty good job. You a girl? Yeah. You do get a touch butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But I don't think they, I don't, like, I don't think that's ever the motivation. It, it always should be. <laughs> yes, correct. But I think it's usually more of uh you're just one of the girls. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But they're having fun. If you're a gay dude on a cheerleading squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said the girls were having fun. It's like no they're not. They're having fun too. They don't, they don't have they fun. don't have fun. But they're having as much fun as a girl could have. They're doing girl fun. Yeah, yeah. That would be like the worst part about being a gay dude if you're the type of twink that hangs out with girls all the time. Why would you do that? You got to way out. You don't have to deal with them at all. Yeah, man. (laughs) You used to hang out with dudes all day. And the cool thing, you're just sexually attracted to them. Yeah. Things are going great. Yeah, you get to get pounded. You're going to hang out with a fucking cheerleader Nobody's going to be mad at you for making a sandwich when you leave the bed. You both are going to go make a sandwich at the same time after you fuck. Someone got mad at you for making a sandwich? Uh, I had one on my side table and took a bite out of it while, while they rid me. You could stand it? 
<laughs> I guess, yeah. Are you sure you can stand it, or you just didn't see that episode of Seinfeld, and we're like, that's me. I don't I don't really watch Seinfeld that much. But... Yeah, but you know about that. No, I don't. Everyone knows about that. He did that? Yeah, man. That was like a whole... Cool. He, he, like, went from taking a secret bite of a sandwich to getting caught, and she liked it, so he started, like, eating full cheesecakes. <laughs> then it turned into watching TV, because he was just like, that's my three favorite things. I think we talked about this before, and this sure. got brought up, but... Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you did it, but it's also like... It was a quiz note. One of the most famous... You had a quiz? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is wild. Yeah, yeah. I don't see what there is to get bummed about. Was yeah. it somebody you were, like, regularly banging? No. It was a chicken carbonara. No, I said, is it somebody that you were <laughs> regularly banging and you said it's a chicken carbonara? The sandwich and the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're back. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it's like a new situation, I could see him getting a little bit mad. But if it's like someone you're banging, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that rules. You just munched into it. Damn, man, they're on the, top. Yeah, I had to wipe the, like, the sauce off me, man. I'm so soft, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a saucy boy. <laughs> it's so saucy, man. That was like the whole highlight of quiz. I grabbed my they pillow. Had that, they had that sauce. You know, you got that pillow and it's got a little bit of sheet left on it, dude. I grabbed the corner of the sheet and just wiped my mouth off, too, man. Was it their pillow? <laughs> No, it was my pillow. Oh, who have, why do they care? Yeah. This is I know you didn't wash it either. No. Yeah. It reminded me of that time. I kept it there. You just smelled Quiznos sauce? Yeah. That was like the highlight of Quiznos, though, dude, was the sauce. Yeah. You get it. They had so many, man. But yeah, the, the, the Quiznos sauce was delicious. Yeah. I would just soak motherfucking shit in that. Yeah. That shit rocked. Yeah, I would like Quiznos. Yeah. Better than Subway, for sure. Way better. Subway Hawks. Yeah, we had it the other day. Still bad. We had it the other day? Yeah, man. I don't remember. We wrestled. Had to ride back. Got Subway at a gas station. Oh, yeah. There was a twink serving it up to us. Yeah. Yeah. He was so bummed because he, like, he was trying to... <laughs> you guys are hungry. He was trying to fucking feed you some fucking... Out of his hand. Yeah. He tried to hand feed me a <laughs> and you just Capicola. I was like, I know what fucking Capicola You shut him the fuck down. You're yeah. like, no, I know what that is, man. And then he was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what do you get? Like, you have a new technology. He was like, hey, we have this meat. It's called Capicola. Yeah. It's really good. I was like, I mean, I know what it is. And that's yeah. not even that. So let's just keep it moving, please. Uh, you know how hard it was for me not to be like, yeah, he knows what that is. <laughs> 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 it looked like shit, dude. Yeah, it looked like bullshit. It Man, was fucking everything floppy, sucked. dude. Capicola's not floppy. It sucked, dude. It's a dense meat. Yeah. Pissed me off. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. Spicy Italian... BMT or something like that. It fucking stunk. I got a cheesesteak and it was honking. Yeah, that was a bad move though. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't want. I don't want hot Subway. I don't want cold. And they don't have the cool bread anymore. All they have is white wheat. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That was like their main draw was like Italian herb and cheese or yeah. fucking honey oat. What the fuck, dude? Subway's blowing it. They don't yeah. even have $5 footlongs anymore. There's well, no can... $5 fast food item that exists anymore. No, yeah. It's all gone. Thanks, Biden. Joe Biden. You piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Um. Yeah. Uh. Again, it's crazy that, that guy's just out there talking. They had like, they're like, we finally sit down with the president. And he was on like 2020 or some shit. So it was supposed to be the thing where you see that he is mentally cognitive. And he's just like. Yeah, you just always got to do stuff. You know, you set a goal, and it's like I say, um, uh, um, uh, you know, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this is wild shit, bro. Yeah. He went right to it. Yeah, you're like that too. Yeah. 
Well, you're not the president. No. I could run this country, though. You sure could. Right to the goddamn ground. You chicken carbonara. Yeah. Quiznos is gone. Yeah, I would have. I feel like I, if I would have told that story, would have saved the company. Probably. Yeah. They have something to live for. Yeah. They had that crazy mascot that was like a furry foot with eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was wild. I feel like that girl never told anybody that she had sex with me either. <laughs> Probably not. With yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, wait, it'll be so funny. She's like, hey, he was pretty cool and then just pulled the sandwich off. Of his I'm sure she's told people that story. Yeah. It's probably not who it is. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want that out in the streets. Yeah. Who was it? I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I know? Kind of. Were they hoped? No. Oh. Okay. That's why I pulled the sandwich out. Sure. Yeah. It would have been a greater move if they would have been somebody you were trying to impress and you just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The I mean, I feel like they probably would have been like, wow, can I buy that? <laughs> <laughs> you just lay in the trampet while she's begging you, dude? Yeah, yeah. That would have been sick. Yeah. But you would have been pissed that she ate some of it. Yeah, I wouldn't have any of it. That's a bad start. That, that just lets them know you can, that they can take a bite of your shit. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Well, after being a cheerleader, graduated in 1983, he became a disc jockey for a Barnwell radio station, which I, dude, I've, I kind of want that job. I don't know how you get into that. You show up, man. <laughs> you really just like, hey, welcome to R-A-P-E, all rape all day long. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Bring the bitches over and I'm going to strangle them. Yeah. Like, remember when they would always have contests and shit like that? Yeah. Like, you come on down to the station and if we can see you guzzle... One gallon of milk, you're going to get five copies of Power Man 5000 Smash Record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time I won a radio station contest where I got, I won Disturbed's first album and Power Man 5000. Nice. Then we went to pick him up. And my grandpa saw that they had parental advisories and would not let me claim the prize. Wow. And the lady thought it was hilarious. And then he asked if I could get something else. And she laughed and said, no. <laughs> well, don't ask your grandpa for a ride. No, the problem was you had to be over 18 to get the prize. Uh, so I had to bring him in. To get the, I got you. Yeah, because I went in by myself to start with. And they were like, you got to have somebody over 18 to sign this. And I was like, I'll take it to the car. I'll be right back. And she was like, I have to be here. It's like, God. You're like forcing my fucking hand. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> Wait, fuck this whole thing up, you cunt. Uh, and it was one of those things, too, where like, here's the our time of being a kid. The crazy shit you had to do to get anything done. And you had to figure it out as a kid, too, because like I didn't have helpful parents. Yeah. I had grandparents. So you're calling the radio station to win contests all the time. You finally win one. Then you don't know what to do. So we're like going. That was an hour away. So we happened to be going there that Saturday. So I'm calling the radio station and asking questions about it. Like every day pretty much. Like, hey, what time can I be there? Is someone going to be around? Are you open? What do I need to do? Think of something else. Like, can I get different CDs? Calling them and ask them. Just all types of shit. Yeah. And they got to answer the question. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little bit of that winning streak. Well, it's just crazy that, you know, anything that could be answered now. With you just look phone. it up. They still do it, though. Yeah. But they, they only do it like rock stations that play classic rock. Because like, old, like older people are like, I don't want to fuck look that up. Go on Zeppelin's debut record. They got their penis sucked by a female of what age? 
A, 14. B, 14 and a half. C, 14 and three quarters. <laughs> First caller that knows the information. <laughs> True answer. 12. They just fucked kids continuously, dude. I think it was just a thing, man. Yeah, but that's Which not a so cool thing. Hell no. That's why music from that era stinks. Yeah. You don't hear any of that about Black Sabbath. Yeah. But every other, for the Rolling Stones. Thin Lizzy, I don't think Thin Lizzy was banging any kids. Yeah, no. You couldn't do that in Ireland, dude. If you fucked a kid in Ireland, you were dead. Yeah. They would just kill you. Hey. You would go for a pint and you'd be dead. Yeah. And that guy was already black in Ireland, so he had to keep his head on a swivel. Yeah. That's why he just wrote Fucking rockers, man. Liam Neeson was looking for him. He knew of age pussy was cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> he loved grown pussy. <laughs> yeah. Of age. Nothing the fucking black guy from Thin Lizzy liked more than of age pussy, dude. Of age is all the rage. Man, as yeah. soon as they were a full grown woman, I'm talking, you know, 21, 22, call him up. He's in. I craved it whenever I was 15. Of age pussy. I wanted an older lady. No. You did what? I wanted it. Oh. I wanted it. I thought all you said you it. did. I was like, that did not. No, happen. no, that didn't. You happen. said I cranked it when I, I was craved it. Craved. Oh, yeah. Craved yeah. it. It sounded like cranked. I was like, yeah. whoa, you can't just invent that now. Yeah. We know your past. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't crank anything, but your bog. Yeah, I cranked the fuck out of it. <laughs> How many times a day when you were 15? Oh, so many. Just continuous, pretty much. Yeah, man. I had, I mean, like, I'm, <laughs> dude, I was so fired up when I got on the school bus to go home. I was like, I can't wait to get home. Yeah. I had to set up. I'm looking. It looked like I was making Quizno sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> God, this guy's covered in carbonara sauce. <laughs> I was walking down the line getting everything I needed <laughs> right before I made the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, then after that, Wallace went to several colleges that didn't work out, which that's what I'm saying. is like you could just get out of high school and be a fucking disc jockey. Yeah. I would love to do that. And what was sick? What was popping in 1983? Like winger or some shit? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like it, it was the hair metal shit was starting to come around. It's like probably like a fucking Def Leppard and fucking yeah. Wasp. Maiden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's a, I doubt he was a rock radio DJ, but he's probably no. just like, hey, what's going on out there? It's Lewis Wallace. I got some hot hits coming up for you. Coming in the next hour, Paula Abdul. Ooh. <laughs> she was sexy as fuck, I too, would but... choke the fuck out of that bitch. Oh, yeah. Man, if I ever saw Madonna with them pointy-ass titties in person, I would choke the fuck out of that bitch. Yeah. What if that was he? What if he had been dropping warnings the whole time, like while he was a fucking DJ? Just, uh, oh man, America's freaking out about a brand new model on the scene named Cindy Crawford. Let me tell you something right now. I would put my black hands around that milky white throat <laughs> and squeeze every ounce of life like the Crest toothpaste done ran the hell out. <laughs> oh shit! 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 Yeah, this motherfucker tries to go to college several times. Doesn't work out. So he ends up joining the Navy. Then he marries his high school sweetheart, Marietta Brabham. Brabham? Brabham. B-R-A-B-H-A-M, which just sounds like a type. It is in Carolina, too. They got all types of different they hams up cool there. Hands, you got man. Brabham. Yep. Let me give me a little Brabham over there. I need a Brabham. Put a little Brabham on a biscuit. That's a biscuit-ass place, dude. Yeah. That's what's up. It's all biscuit-ass places. Sucks. Okay. I want to get out. I wasn't thinking about going to the ocean, man. Be nice. And like drowning yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Just living by the ocean would be yeah. sick, I feel like, right now. Christopher Columbus in. <laughs> yeah, dude. Taking over some shitty country with yeah. Italian ingenuity. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that now. He had cool sex. Yeah, I mean, everybody kind of knew what he was up to after that. I mean, there were, like, nobody knew what an Italian was until he came around. <laughs> just took it? He just took it. Yeah. That's an ancestral tenant. The Liver King always talks about that. Well, with Italians, it's rape. Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> basil. Yeah. Rape and basil, dude. That's the that's why the Italian flag is red, white, and green, dude. Yeah. You got cum. Sauce. Rape, cum, and basil, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey. If you got a red, it's a red flag right there. Red flag. Part of it. Don't trust them. <laughs> Just backwards Mexico, too. Yeah. Yeah. That says a lot. It does. Doesn't even need to answer. That's true. <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah. During his time in the Navy, uh, that's when Wallace started having a good-ass time. He started using crack, which, you know, this is probably a CIA. I mean, they definitely, who brought it to America? Yeah. CIA, proven fact. Yeah. Look it up. Look into it. They invented crack. They put it out into the streets. A young black man just trying to do right and be in the Navy. Yeah. Got his ass hooked. hooked. This is like the only thing that the whiplash causes me a problem with. It's like sitting like this and looking down. Yeah. It gets me. Yeah. Like you think there's no problem as a result of it, but then when we do a podcast. Yeah. The last three weeks, it's tight back there. Fuck yeah, man. I don't ever get headaches, too. It's like right now, if I move my head up and down, it just hurts. You get a headache. In the back yeah. of my skull. Yeah. I would smoke crack right now. I, don't, I think crack makes headaches worse. Does it? Not for a few minutes. All that screaming in your head. Ah! I feel like crack just makes some scream noises in your head. <laughs> like, uh. Steel, steel, steel. Steel, steel. Lie, right. lie, lie. Is yeah. <laughs> this Eddie Guerrero, dude? <laughs> Like cheese and steel, <laughs> on the lay. Yeah. Like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> uh, in Washington, he was served several warrants for burglaries. I mean, that, and that's one—that's the thing, dude. Is that that's how the CIA wanted to destroy the black community, get him hooked on crack, and then that leads to violent crimes because you're so dependent upon it, and it hypes you up so much. Yeah, like once you do get a hold of it, you don't have fear. Man. So he starts doing burglaries. Uh, he's living around the Seattle area. Which is a, also a crazy transition, dude. Yeah. It's a Navy transition, but just from the one, you couldn't, South Carolina coast and Pacific Northwest coast couldn't be more different. Yeah. The cultures. It's so different. Because you're going from like the reddest to red to the bluest to blue. Yeah. Dealing with fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that type of shit. Accepting liberal freaks. They're like, we need to welcome everybody. And then you welcome a guy from South Carolina who's out there smoking crack. Yeah. Getting into all types of ill shit. Welcome. <laughs> In January 1988, he was arrested for breaking into a hardware store. That June, he pled guilty to second-degree burglary. So a judge sentenced him. <laughs> burglary? <laughs> oh, shit. A judge sentenced him to two years of supervised probation. According to probation officer Patrick Seberg, Wallace did not show up for most of his mandatory meetings and somehow didn't go to prison. Yeah. 
Burglary. Went back, dude. Just went back. That was the thing you could do in the 80s, too, dude, before the internet. If you lived in Seattle and you're like on probation, like, man, fuck this. I'm just going. This is going back to South Carolina. Yeah. I don't want to be here if I'm going to get stuck some crap hole. No one really gives a shit either oh, at the yeah. time. It's just like. And some prison making tie dye shirts. <laughs> Foot Nog Champa. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> On March 8th, 1990, crime has rapidly pr- progressed mentally for uh, Wallace. He's gone from smoking crack and breaking into hardware stores to smoking crack and murdering. 18-year-old Tashonda Bethia. She's a Barnwell High School student. He dumps her body in a lake in his hometown. It took several weeks for her corpse to wash up and be discovered. Wallace actually got questioned about her disappearance and death, but was never charged. And at the same time, they were questioning him about the attempted rape of a 16-year-old Barnwell girl, but never got charged for that either. In all this mayhem... I mean, the guy is like, you know, a full-blown crack user at this point. Yeah. Being wild as hell. His wife, Marietta, has been... I, and I don't know if she was smoking crack or what the deal yeah. was, but she put up with him for a while. And that's when she finally left his ass. He was doing a job as a chemical operator for Sandoz Chemical Company. He got fired from that. But, you know... That's a pro, like that's one thing about the criminal justice system, too, is like... Obviously, he did the crime... <clears throat> but if you're at work, they come and arrest you, and you didn't do it. I was thinking about this when I was watching that Dahmer show. Yeah, he, like busted his ass while he was making chocolate. Yeah, that happens to you, and you didn't do that. But they're like, "What were you, what were they looking at you for?" Yeah, he was for fucking jacking it in public or whatever. And yeah. He got busted for it. it. Wasn't murder yet? They come and take you off the line. Oh no, it was for fucking. Kidnapping that kid and taking pictures of him. Yeah. So let's say you're accused of that, but you absolutely didn't do it. Yeah. And they, you have to tell your job, like, oh, they thought I was this guy. Like, you're not working there anymore. Yeah. Doesn't well, matter. He made up something. You know, he had to make something up. He's like, nah, man, they came in because I didn't pay my well. The court tickets. was like, they were like, we're we're gonna seal the records on this. Yeah. So that way you don't, because I think you're a good guy. Is what yeah. the judge told you me. ain't the TBK killer. The judge is just like racist, basically. He ain't the TBK killer. We got to find that guy. Taco Bell killer. <laughs> yeah. TBK. This is him, man. Um. Yeah, so he loses his job. And now, I mean, the dude's gone from being a DJ to in the Navy to crack burglary now some people do good on crack dude like uh mayor rob ford mm-hmm. mayor mary a lot of mayors mary and barry these guys do a great job yeah. they just also smoke crack oh it's just a crooked ass job yeah sometimes you can see through the corruption and do a good job yeah thanks to crack well i mean rob ford was the man dude quite possibly yeah. one of the greatest politicians that ever lived i wish he was our president r.i.p oh yeah he's canadian though uh-huh. i wish he was canada's president yeah that would have been sick Hey. I'm telling you, dude, politically, that's the greatest story where he just, like, got busted smoking crack. But while he was smoking crack, he was, like, telling the prostitute how he was going to change the city. And then he, like, followed through with that. And so they came back up for re-election, and they were just like, well, yeah, he's doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you can do. <laughs> yeah, just rules that the guy's such a good mayor. He's, like, a fat fucking mess. He's just boozing and smoking crack, banging prostitutes. And they're like, yeah, but is he doing a good job? 
Mm-hmm. Who cares? He's doing a great one. Yeah. Who cares? We're voting for him again. I smoke crack, dude. Okay. I feel like we get really good at our job, like even better than we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I'll try anything, dude. Yeah. February 1991, he broke into Barnwell High School and the radio station where he used to be a DJ. He stole valuable video and recording equipment and then got busted because he tried to pawn them in the same goddamn town. It's like, dude, how are you going to steal radio station audio equipment and then go to the local pawn shop? Crack, I guess. Yeah. Had his vision blurred, but that's... I mean, because it's 1991. It's like you're not on camera. Yeah. But it's still... Just putting two and two together, like, where did this $30,000 piece of equipment come from? Well, what happens is the cops will show up, and they like, what'd you have? What's the serial numbers on this shit? And then when they turn it in to go to pawn shop, pawn shop will write yeah, sure. shit down, and then, yeah. But Here's the name that, of the guy I that pawned like, it. Yeah. It's yeah. It just like, use your head, man. Here's his address. It's 1991. <laughs> go three towns over. Yeah. Make up a fake name. Get a fake ID. Yeah. Anything. Use your noggin. In November of 1991, uh, he relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina, and that's when he started working in fast food restaurants, working his way all the way up at one of them to manager at a Taco Bell. May 1992, Wallace picked up 33-year-old Sharon Nance, who was a convicted drug dealer and prostitute. Wallace ended up beating her to death when she asked to get paid for the pussy. Yeah. And that's what you're supposed to be doing. Pay for it. I'm sure she would have rather have not died and gave you a free one. Yeah, I mean, you know, she just decided to, like, do that with uh, a man of the Lord. And he paid for everything. Yeah. Just stay at home and give him some pussy. She wouldn't be out on the streets. Yeah, at some point you disobey God's word and that's how you ended up being a prostitute. Well, yeah. And that's how a lot of things happen. I mean, I strayed from the path. That's why things aren't that great for me, but they're going up because I'm reunited. Yeah. Well, you stray from the Lord. You got to face the sword. Yeah. A baloney testimony. And her life did get back on tracks, railroad tracks to be exact, because that's where he dropped her body. Oh. And then she was discovered a few days later. Nice. June 1992, Wallace raped and strangled Caroline Love, 20 years old. At her apartment. Then dumped her body in a wooded area. Love was a friend of Wallace's then-girlfriend. She was also his girlfriend's roommate and a college student. She was working at Bojangles at the time of her disappearance. Great place, dude. Oh, yeah. Real good. They get good biscuits. No, they don't. Chicken biscuits are the worst ones, dude. Uh Uh-huh. Chicken store biscuits, always horrible. You put stuff in them, it's good. Not really. They're so they're, it's uh, as dry as it gets. <laughs> it's horrible, dude. You know about that's the like ju- the driest biscuit there is. You hate the dryness. I really do hate it, dude. Like, why would you put something? It's supposed to be edible. Like honey doesn't even. You it know, always you comes even... back to the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Lip biscuit. Uh, Bojangles still not as good as Popeyes. Yeah. But close. Yeah. Better than KFC. Oh, fuck yeah. One thing I will say about Bojangles is one time we were in a hotel in North Carolina. Bojangles right across the street. Oh, yeah. We decided we wanted to have a bonfire. So, got a bunch of pallets wrangled up. Uh-huh. Went across the street to the gas station. It was closed. So, we took all the wood from the front of that that they were selling. Yeah. Lit up a huge bonfire. 
walked across to the Bojangles. They were closing. So they just charged us each for one piece of chicken and gave us a fuckload of chicken sides. Nice. You were there. Yeah. It rocked. Yeah. I was honked. Honked. We were ripped. They shouldn't have even been crossing the street honked. Yeah. I you choked know? a guy. Yeah, yeah. Cool times. Yeah. He could have been the Bojangles killer, man. <laughs> that guy sucked, dude. Yeah. He was like, I'm the number one drug dealer in town. We were like, no. Why would you? What's wrong with you? What do we care? Yeah, he just kept bragging and I had enough. <laughs> yeah. So I choked him with his coat. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That was fun. A lot of fun. Then, uh... You know, this poor lady, dude, having to work at Bojangles. But making her life better. I mean, going to college, dude. Yeah. Just really trying to get after it. And then, you know. Here comes old TBK. What's crazy <laughs> is that after he killed her because it's his girlfriend's roommate, he went with her and her sister to file a missing persons report at the police station. Fuck. It took almost two years before her body was discovered in a wooded area in Charlotte. What if it was the Bojangles that we went to, dude? Because that was in Charlotte. It might have been, man. Woo! I mean, there is probably 400 Bojangles in Charlotte, but it could have been. It was in a wooded area. Yeah. February 19th, 1993, Wallace strangled 20-year-old Shauna Hawk, a college student, at her home after raping her. And then he went to her goddamn funeral because she worked at the Taco Bell where he was a supervisor. Mm. Gotta go pay my respects. Probably got, the, <laughs> probably got paid time off for that. Oh, that's probably a win. Yeah, they're like, listen, we know we gonna close down this motherfucker. We know that she was an employee here, and a lot of people are hurting right now. So if you go to the funeral, we'll we'll cover your time off. Yeah, that's probably the deal. June twenty second, Wallace raped and strangled his other Taco Bell coworker and co manager Audrey Spain, twenty four. Her body was found on June twenty fifth. Now it seems like at that point, right? Yeah, like right then and there, when there's two women. Who get killed the same way? At a Taco Bell. Yeah. Both work there. Yeah. You really start to ask some questions to the people that work at Taco Bell. Yeah. And if you find out one of them's got a long history of smoking crack. Yeah. It just seems like an open and shut. Yeah. Like me checking out the Cheesy Gordita Crunch to see if they got it right. Oh, I love them. That's the, definitely the best thing they have. Yeah. By far. Yeah. August 10th, 1993, Wallace raped and strangled Valencia M. Jumper, who was a 21-year-old college student from Columbia, South Carolina. His sister's friend then set her body on fire to cover up the crime. Damn. Rufus. That's a good friend. Yeah. Of your sister. Yeah. Why don't you just have sex with her? There you go. Don't kill nobody else. A few days after the murder, Wallace and his sister went to Valencia's funeral, even sending her family condolences. Mm, real sick fuck. A month later, on September 14th, 1993, Wallace went to the apartment. Again, look, we got degrees. This is his sister's friend. His other sister's friend died. Come on. Two and two. Two yeah. of his sister's friends. Two Taco Bell employees. There's a giant bullseye. Yeah. But the cops don't care about black people. 
No. And I, I think I, I got a feeling Charlotte is probably going to be like one of the most racist police forces at this time. Probably, yeah. Like the early 90s, dude, there's probably like no integration. Yeah. It's just like all white dudes being like, fuck this. Who yeah. cares? I don't need that Taco Bell. A month later on September 14th, 19th, or they're just like ordering Taco Bell while they're investigating. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, those are cinnamon twists are pretty goddamn good. You throw a couple of those in there. Yeah. A month later, on September 14th, 1993, Wallace went to the apartment of 20-year-old Michelle Stinson, a college student and friend of his from Taco Bell. He raped her and sometime later strangled her, then stabbed her in front of her oldest son. God damn. Dude, if there's one thing worse than watching your mom get banged out, yeah, watch her die after, after getting banged out. Yeah. He's probably just like, I swear to you. What did Taco Bell have in 1993? 1993 Taco Bell? Yeah, what was that? They had a Mexican pizza. Yeah. I think that's when it was coming about. What else they had? Was that Quesarito time? I doubt it. Might have been. I wonder what they had going on over there. What the fuck was that one commercial they had? It was like, it's this big. 1993, (laughs) here's what Taco Bell had rolling. Cheese roll up, triple layer nachos, cinnamon twists, all 79 cents. For 89 cents, you get a crunchy taco, mm-hmm. soft taco, cheesy double beef burrito. For 99 cents, big taste taco, bean burrito, one half pound cheesy bean and rice burrito, yeah. or a caramel apple empanada. Remember those oh, motherfuckers? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's rocked. So he's probably just like, listen, I'll kill your mama. But I pledge you this. Don't say nothing. You can have all the caramel apple empanadas you ever wanted. Damn it, man. And I'm going to give you all a little secret. Why don't somebody make that deal with me? I'm going to give you all a little secret. Yeah. Here in about a month, we're going to debut a little something called Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes. You don't want to miss out on that. No, you don't. If you tell, you ain't going to get nothing. I'd always get two sides of that. That shit's so good. So I can throw them in my burritos. Sure. You know, delicious. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, genuine joy in your yeah. voice. Wow. Yeah, that took me back, man. February 20th, 1994, a day after Shauna's mother appealed to the public to find her daughter's murderer, Wallace raped and strangled Vanessa Little Mac, 25 years old, in her West Charlotte apartment. He knew her through her sister, who was a co-worker, at his Taco Bell. Now, dude, there is not a lot of things worse than working at Taco Bell as is. Yeah. But getting killed and your friends and family getting killed. Yeah. Just because you're around a guy that runs a Taco Bell. Yeah. And they have to be asking questions. Yeah. Just like, am I going to die? Because a lot of people I just quit my job. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. That's the problem. Maybe the whole thing was like. That's the like, problem with poverty, though, man. Is like yeah. you feel like you're stuck at the T-Bell. And someone there, it's like Clue, the movie Clue. Yeah. They're stuck in a house. They can't get out. Someone's killing people, dude. You don't know how or who. But meanwhile, you got to keep churning out fire sauce while you're trying to figure out, like, somebody in this motherfucker's killing people. They're probably talking about it the whole time. You know how restaurant gossip goes? Yeah, yeah. Just like, someone's killing us yeah. from the inside. I know it. Yeah, you can't talk to nobody. <laughs> no. You get too close. He got to go or I got to go. I wonder if this has anything to do with Taco Bell about the debut steak. <laughs> Remember they did shrimp tacos, man? No. Are you serious? They tried to do street tacos with steak and shrimp. Oh, 
You know it was just <laughs> you know it was just shrimp in a bag, dog. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that crazy. sounds horrible. Crazy. I can't believe I never got it. I would have gotten it. I got it. Yeah. It was as terrible as you think it would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Rubbery. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. The craziest Taco Bell thing that they ever did. The two two things. They they tested the waters by having chicken chips. Where it was just like chicken nuggets and chip shape. Yeah. Then they did that with a taco shell. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So you got a taco inside. When it's like, and it, you could spin that. Like if you could do it with like chicken skin and be like, this is like the healthy alternative, but it's just like nugget. Yeah. It's like fake processed shredded up chicken. The strawberry milkshake stuff. Yeah. Mashed in with like breading and fried. So it's not better for you. Yeah. Remember the double decker sandwich? Yeah. From KFC? Uh-huh. Yo. If they had that grilled, I would fuck with that. Sick. I would fuck with that. Yeah. Right now, I would get that. Fuck, I'm I mean, two pieces of grilled chicken, you could do it at your house, but it's not the same. Boy, I used to be smashing. Remember they had the KFC and the Taco Bell together? Yeah. Man, I'd be, I'd, they still have that. I know, but I'll just do the them, uh, little snacker sandwiches. Oh, yeah. And I'll be getting them cheap-ass burritos, man. Yeah. Putting them potatoes up in that shit. Yeah. It was a good life. It was, I mean, I guess. It was good in the moment until you got to school and they're like, fat ass. <laughs> Snackers were like pre-sliders, too. Yeah. Like that was, no one had ever called a small burger a slider. Yeah, yeah, like White Castle. They just chickened White Castle. Yeah. Those rocks, though. They're 99 good. cents. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Little did they know the chicken sandwich craze would strike. Yeah. Speaking of striking, March 8th, 1994, Wallace robbed, raped, and strangled 24-year-old Betty Jean Balcom a day after her birthday. Is it, her name basically sounds like Bake Cum. Okay. But there could be a bacon joke or a cum joke or both. So I try to say it, Balcom, yeah. which is probably how you pronounce it. Balcom mm. and Wallace's girlfriend were co-workers at the goddamn Bojangles, where she was the assistant manager. After Wallace murdered her, he took a considerable amount of valuables from the house, then left the apartment with a car. I mean, probably just like a lot of free Bojangles coupons. You think he's doing trades? Oh, yeah. You know how he's like, I'm tired of eating Taco Bell. It's called Bojangles. Yeah. But he's just doing that with women. Yeah. He's like, man, well, they, they smell I killed like enough chicken. of these Taco Bell bitches. I need to smell of that grease. Yeah, I'm tired of these old bitches warming shit up in bags. I'm going <laughs> to cool them down and put them in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Took her car, pawned everything except the car, which he just left at a local store. Wallace returned to the same apartment complex on March 8th, 1994, knowing that Burness Woods would be at work so he could murder his girlfriend, Brandy June Henderson, who was an 18-year-old high school student, homemaker and mother of Woods' child. That's wild, but, you know. Wallace raped Henderson while she held her baby. What? And then strangled him. This guy is really up to some shit. Rocking him to sleep. Just like, you better shut that baby the fuck up while I'm tapping. Something like that was happening for sure. Jeez. It's not. I'm not laughing. I don't, I don't. I'm just stating the facts. Yeah. I wasn't laughing either, man. He also strangled the baby, but the baby lived. Whoa. Man, babies are hard. They're durable. Yeah. There's a rubber ass neck, man. <laughs> I can't choke him. What the fuck, dude? This guy's going, man. The T-Bell Strangler is wild. Yeah, he's fucking... He's south of the border. He's having fourth meals too much. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm 
trying to think of any other fucking Taco Bell slogan. Take you to Taco Bell, man. I don't like it. No, no. The police increased their patrols in East Charlotte after two bodies of young black women were found at the Lake Apartments complex. Even so, Wallace snuck in to rob and strangle Deborah Ann Slaughter, 35 years old, who had been his girlfriend's co-worker, of course. He raped, strangled, and stabbed her 38 times in the stomach and chest before taking money from the apartment for drugs. Her body was found on March 12, 1994, while their presence was quote-unquote increased. Wallace was finally arrested on March 13, 1994. For 12 hours, he sat there and confessed the murders of 10 Charlotte women. He then confessed to an 11th murder he committed before moving to Charlotte. Wallace described in detail all the women's appearances as well as how he went about raping, robbing, and killing each one of the women. Damn. That's like the easiest guy to catch of all time. I feel like most serial killers in this time period are easy to catch. Yeah, well, they, they just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, the, this was like the era of either targeting black women and prostitutes. I mean, th- this was like when you had a few black serial killers because they like the, what was the other strangler that we covered in? The Grim Reaper. Yeah. Uh, You could just prey on that side of the population and this was like right around the time of Rodney King and shit when police got their first like fucking wake up call like, hey, you can't just have white people working here going off of their racist instincts. You got to fucking not that, of course, that every cop was that. Yeah. But we live in the South. You know how it is. You get guys that have been working on the police force since the 70s and they're going to be shitheads. So you're just preying on a vulnerable part of the population and Frankly, they didn't give a fuck. The same thing happened with Jeffrey Dahmer, if you just yeah. watched that show, which, of course, we did that episode a few years ago. But if you just watched that show, that's how he got away with it. And, you know, like we talked about when we did it, and the reality was is, like, some people were trying to accuse him of moving to a particular area and preying on this type of person because he was racist and he knew he could get away with it. It just happened to be a circumstance of his crimes. He yeah. wasn't racist. He just was poor. Lived in the shitty. That's what he's attracted to. Yeah, that's who he was into. The, the, for sure. The the killing was part of the sex, the pleasure. You you do the th- whatever you're sexually driven towards is what you're gonna do. You know, it's not. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not know, like you don't like. Here's hate how him. it is. You can say whatever you want to about Jeffrey yeah, yeah. Dahmer. Not racist. No, I'm tired of hearing it. Yeah, they're trying to cancel Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't think so. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he just is patterning him up, man. <laughs> Charlotte's police chief rejoiced at Wallace's arrest, reassuring the community that the women of East Charlotte were safe once again. However, many in the area's black community criticized the police conduct during the investigation, accusing them of neglecting the murders of black women, which is probably true because they all worked at Bojangles or Taco Bell for the most part. And if they didn't, they knew his girlfriend. So it's pretty like this is open and shut shit after two of them. Yeah. Come on. How did 10 happen? The fuck out of here. They just didn't give a shit. One woman stated that the police did not care because they they viewed the young female murder victims as fast girls who hang out a lot. As Shauna Denise Hawk's mother, Dee Sumter, said, the victims weren't prominent people with social economic status. They weren't special, and they were black. Yeah, I mean, it was just poor 
black people working in fast food restaurants. Many of them trying to go to college and do better yeah. for them than the previous generation did for them, and he got a hold of them. Yeah. Charlotte's police chief, Dennis Nosicki, Nowiski, a real Polish-ass name, had said he was unaware of a killer until early March 1994 when three young black women were murdered within four days. The Charlotte-Mecklenburg Police Department apologized to Charlotte citizens for not spotting a link between the murders sooner, which is crazy. Yeah. You just figure it out so fucking quick. Yeah. Shit. However, they said the murder cases varied enough to throw them off. What the fuck? <laughs> they worked at Taco Bell and Bojangles exclusively. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Yeah, this is crazy. Man, the math here is real fucking nuts. Wow, two people from the same Taco Bell got murdered. Yeah. There you go. But differently... Completely different. Yeah. One was stabbed, the other was stabbed. One was strangled, the other was strangled. This is totally different. No. That varied enough to throw them off until Wallace's trial. Until Wallace's murder pace picked up in the early weeks of March 1994, the deaths were sporadic and not entirely similar. It was only during the week of March 9th, 1994, that Charlotte police warned the people in East Charlotte that there was a serial killer on the loose. Over the next two years, Wallace's case was delayed over the choice of venue, DNA evidence from murder victims, and jury selection. His trial began in September 1996. In opening arguments, Prosecutor Marsha Goodnow argued for the death penalty. At the same time, defense attorney Isabel Day asked for a life sentence, arguing that Wallace suffered from mental illness and that the killings were not first-degree murder because they did not result from predetermination and deliberation. According to FBI serial murder profiler Robert Ressler, if he elected to become a serial killer, he was going about it the wrong way. Mr. Wallace always seemed to take one step forward and two steps back. He would take items and then put them in the stove to destroy them by burning them and then forget to turn the stove on. <laughs> yeah. In 1994, police had asked the FBI for assistance but the FBI said the murders were not the work of a serial killer. Well, that's one point in favor of the police department. Psychologist Faye Sultan testified during the trial that Wallace had been a victim of physical and mental abuse at the hands of his mother since birth and that he had a mental illness at the time of the killings. Sultan argued for a life sentence without parole instead of the death penalty. On January 7, 1997, Wallace was found guilty of nine murders. On January 29th, he was handed... Nine death sentences. You don't fuck around in the South, man. Mm -mm. Following his sentences, Wallace made a statement to the victims' families. He said, none of, none of these women, none of your daughters, mothers, sisters, or family members in any way deserved what they got. They did nothing to me that warranted their deaths. On January 5th, 1998, Wallace ended up marrying a former prison nurse, Rebecca Torias, in a ceremony next to the state's execution chamber. Mecklenburg County Defender Isabel Day served as an official witness and photographer. Also attending was the manager of the death row unit at the prison. Since being sentenced to death in 1997, Wallace has appealed to overturn the death sentences, stating that his confessions were coerced and his constitutional rights were violated in the process. The North Carolina Supreme Court upheld the sentences in 2000. The Supreme Court in 2001 denied his appeal, and in 2005, Superior Court Judge Charles Lamb rejected Wallace's latest appeal to overturn his convictions and death sentences. Still there today, waiting to get executed. Hmm. Motherfucker. I wonder if they just kill him immediately, man. 
I mean, dude, he ruined the fucking sanctity of Taco Bell. It's yeah. supposed to be a safe place. Yeah. Where you can trust everybody and enjoy novelty Tex-Mex items yeah. at a fair price. You know, when you get drunk, ain't nothing recouping you like a nacho cheese chalupa, yeah? Yeah. You know? Way to rhyme it up. Check out our other podcast, Nerd Free Wrestling. Go to patreon.com backslash death metal detectors to support us for just $5 a month to get a brand new episode that only you can hear every other week. Thanks to Fluids for recording our theme song. Thanks to beerbongs.com for making shit we can drink beer fast with. If you want to get on that level, promo code DMD20 at checkout. Free shipping, 20% off. And last but not least, Gurgling Gore Records for sponsoring the boys. 10% off your order with promo code Gurgling Dicks. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.